Hey everybody, what's up? We're back Hi, again. Hey, what's up, Perry? It's been a nice little couple <laughs> we- week break from our last episode at this point. Quite. Quite a break. So, man, nice to be back. Nice to be back with you. And uh, getting close to Christmas time in the in the city. Are you fearing, feeling very holly and jolly? No. Figured. Scrooge. <laughs> Scrooge. <laughs> no, Perry's more of a Grinch than a Scrooge. Uh, maybe so. But, you know... I think that's a compliment. <laughs> with, <laughs> with the Christmas season comes a few things. Some are good. Some are bad. Like cold weather, snow, trash. I mean, I hate snow. But that's only because we're in the Midwest. Yeah, seriously. Like, have you ever watched A Very Brady Christmas? Uh, I have not. Well, I don't remember where they live, but it's somewhere not here and somewhere warm. That must have been so, like, made that... Like, I think it's in, yeah, so like you show. walk out, you, there's like shots of them outside and it's like sunny and they can wear shorts. I've heard that one was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey guys, someone's with us and it's, it's Abby again. Abby. It Abby Tarko. Hi. For, you may remember Sorry, her I from. Sorry, I guess I, I, I over, <laughs> overstepped. I haven't been introduced again yet. Well, it's consider fine. yourself introduced. Uh, yeah, well, you, don't, you don't get a very fancy one now though. Because you jumped again. Oh, uh, that's okay. I've You're already gonna had get a one. Super fancy one that was gonna say something about like you being like self-proclaimed expert in all things Christmas. Christmas, but nope, not anymore. Well, now you've said it, so yes, indeed. <laughs> the, there are some good things to talk about with when it comes so to so many good things. Like it's the best holiday. Is it? Oh, by far. Well, there's my birthday week. That's not a holiday. Oh no. <laughs> Do you get off for that? <laughs> I mean, Do you get vacation days. I I take days off of whatever. Oh, no, Perry, whenever I get a job, which is hopefully not that soon, and it's my <laughs> birthday, I will be in the office because there will be a bash in the office. <laughs> yeah, we actually, today was, uh, today was actually a great day in, uh, in the office for me because, uh, one of my coworkers' birthdays was today, so the boss took us all out to lunch. Oh, oh that's love fun. that. Yeah, so it definitely wasn't my birthday, but it kind of felt I like I had an it. office party today, too. I didn't. <laughs> Sorry, Abby. <laughs> it's okay. I guess your day was just less fun than ours. It was. <laughs> no, it was fun. Well, uh, some good things to talk about. Christmas movies. Christmas movies. There's a lot of good ones. Yes. Yeah, so and there's some equally as many bad ones. I guarantee you I still think they're good. True. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about some of the good ones, and Abby's going to talk about some of the worst ones. And I love them all. And Wes just loves them all. Because <laughs> he's a happy little elf. Ah. <laughs> happy little elf. <laughs> and uh, Wes isn't just here to be happy. He actually is going to use some of his musical expertise. Indeed. Don't know where that Ooh. comes from. It's just taste, Perry. <laughs> My taste is just better than the average bear's. He's cultured. Yes, indeed, quite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he's going to talk about some of the best Christmas songs. And then, hopefully if we have some time, we can uh, share with you... Some of the f- most interesting Christmas traditions and stories from around the globe. There's a lot of oh. actually kind of hilarious. I wonder if we got any of the same ones by accident. I bet we did. I hope so. Because I just typed in funny Christmas traditions. I think I typed in weird. Okay. So we'll find out. Well, consider yourselves uneducated, but by the end of this episode, you will be educated. Mildly. Mildly. As useless, m- useless information. As much as we were from going over some some websites that. 
probably didn't have a dot org. They were just <laughs> or dot gov. Yeah, or dot gov. <laughs> anyway, uh, these are not peer reviewed journals. <laughs> so we we don't know who's gonna start. Each of us have a top five ready, uh, and so yeah, we'll just see who goes first with their top five and go from there. Wes has got some cards of our names in his hand. I'm picking one now, and the name that is going first is Abby. Whoa. Exciting. So, so Abby, you have done some research on some of your least favorite Christmas movies, correct? Well, yes. Research would be a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that, yes, I have, con- I have co- compiled a list, and I have many more, I think. Have you checked I- it twice? I mm. have checked it twice. You're on the naughty list, that's for sure. Oh, ouch. That's very, you're very <laughs> naughty. Right very, you're very naughty. Very naughty indeed. <laughs> Go sit on the naughty mat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, is that show on any streaming service? Well, you, well she's talking, I'm going to look okay. it up. <laughs> All right. Is um, that nanny? The super nanny. Super nanny. Yeah. yeah. Super nanny. Yep. The naughty mat. Not to not that. Uh, yeah, so, Abby, what was kind of the criteria that went into picking the worst Christmas movies? Well, um, I had to have seen it, or at least seen most of it, because sometimes I can't finish it. Fair enough. Unfortunately, I don't watch a lot of Hallmark movies because I hate them, but I did Boo. have one of those. <laughs> I really do hate them. Um, <laughs> and also just some of my own personal opinions that other people probably disagree with. But so I would just say general biases goes into that list mostly. That's probably about eighty percent of it is just my bias and hatred of um, things like mainstream movies that everyone talks about. Yeah, mm. that's about it. <laughs> Wait, are, you, are you one of those people that uh, hates things that are considered popular? I don't know. I feel like you are. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like the movie Elf? I'm not going to talk about that yet because we're, we're doing our list. So, you know. Okay, fair enough. Got to keep it on the down low. All right, awesome. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> All right, Abby, do you want to? Do you have any honorable mentions or do you just want to start out with number five? I would say an honorable mention would be just like all of the movies that are in the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer style animation. Mm. Um, uh, I'm just not a fan. <laughs> I, you're already like in, the, my, um, in my bad place, Abby. The abominable <laughs> snowman character. Sorry. <laughs> Come on. So that would be including yeah. the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer movie. That's just honorable mention. Uh, That's just honorable mention. Santa Claus is coming to town. town. The year without a Santa Claus. The year Claus. without Santa yeah. Claus. No. Nestor the yeah. Christmas donkey. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? No. It's the same I style. It's so good. He, car- he carries Mary as she's pregnant with baby Jesus. and he. That's blasphemous. I... You're blasphemous. You know, I just forgot Nestor. that. Do you know? Were no. you there? So I no. thought, yeah. Who names her Donkey Nestor? I would. Okay. Nestor the Donkey. That's a very uh, 2000 BC name, Nestor. <laughs> it's historically Dominic accurate. the Donkey. I don't know. I don't know what that is. You don't know that song? Dominic the Christmas Donkey? No, because it's Nestor the Christmas Donkey. Yeah, but Dominic the Christmas Donkey by uh, James the Penguin. It sounds horrific. Yeah. All right, Abby, uh, let's kick it off, I suppose. And just know that I'm already mad at you. Drum roll. Well, we don't need a drum roll. It's, that'll, we'll drum roll for number one. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, 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 I'll do my Hallmark movie first because I hate all Hallmark movies because I'm a Grinch. I mean, that's most of it. Uh, the 12 Dates of Christmas. Oh, come on. That <laughs> I love that movie. It was an awful, awful movie. I hated it. 
Um, it literally stole the plot of 15 other movies, but it, but then they just like zapped Christmas into it. <laughs> like they've done so many. There's like the um, where you the Groundhog's Day. It's literally just Groundhog's Day reimagined as a Hallmark movie. And um, yeah, this girl wakes up in a mall. Like she she gets knocked out in a mall, if I remember correctly. It's been it's only two years. She gets knocked out in a mall. And then she comes to like every 12 days and it's like a love story and it's awful. <laughs> so she gets <laughs> essentially year, right. 12 days over and over and over. Is that kind of the work? Yep. Yep. I forget how she breaks the spell, but um, it's, I mean, True loves kiss, you know, it was literally just me watching Groundhog's <laughs> Day, but here, I will read the synopsis. Really All right. Let's hear it's it. a very short. Oh, I Kate is a young woman. <laughs> uh, okay. Here yeah. we go. Synopsis. Kate is a young you, are you guys finished? Yes, we're listening. Go Sorry. Ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Kate is a young woman who relives the same first date on Christmas Eve over and over again. In an attempt to win back her ex-boyfriend on Christmas Eve, Kate ends up ruining her blind date with Miles, a handsome guy she's been set up with. In a strange twist of fate, Kate is given the chance to relive, relive Christmas Eve 12 times. Sounds like as bad as it is. So. Who goes on a first date on Christmas Eve 12 times? I don't times. know. That's always weird to me, too. Uh, that's valid that's valid i get like a normal date maybe if you've been dating for a while but yeah not a first date that's weird that dude isn't the the brightest because then he has to get her a present the next day but all hallmark movies at some point take place in the city so i guess they wouldn't necessarily be near family and friends Mm -hmm. okay so maybe it's not that weird yeah but you go home for christmas but i'm a college there's a whole whole song about it I'll be home. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. <laughs> that's White Christmas. No, no it's not. No, no it's no, not. No, I'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> Abby, leave the music. There's to also me. a movie they about it that. In White Christmas, though, don't they? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Bing Crosby, probably. He sings a lot of things. He is a dream. Yeah. Was a dream. Was a dream. Sorry. Just a piece. Oh, rip. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I'm thoroughly intrigued, and in by that I mean that movie sounds horrendous. Perry. Yeah, I think you've seen it, probably. Hallmark, Hallmark Christmas movies are the best. Do you know what I did when I went home for Thanksgiving? I did homework while watching Hallmark Christmas movies the entire time. You disgust Ew. me. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all the same, and they were all wonderful. Yeah, we go to number four before I throw up on Wes's lap. Um, my number four is christmas with gumby (laughs) uh i don't really honestly don't have a ton of memories about this i just remember my sister watching it in the car Mm. like every hour on the hour she would watch christmas with gumby and i like you know when you just get like car fever and you feel like you're on psychedelics and like all i can remember is like the christmas gumby is like dancing Mm. through my head while i was trying to sleep in the car and since then it's scarred me and even looking at it right now <laughs> makes me feel a little sick, to be honest. Wes, you know Gumby? You I don't. Oh, I'm going to pull up a picture of Gumby. I can't even describe it accurately. Gumby's just like this weird, like, he looks like what he sounds like. Character. Yeah, what does he sound like? Maybe you can put no, a sound bite. Oh, no, no, I know word, him. He looks like the, the word Gumby, but he, in, yeah. Yeah, he looks in the like, form of a He person. looks like a stick of gum. <laughs> Pretty yes, I didn't know his name was exactly. Gumby. Yeah, that's Gumby. Yeah. And this is Gumby and his pokey horse thing. Pokey, I think is his name. Yeah. Gumby and Pokey. Wow. I didn't know that that's what it was called. Gumby Christmas. Yeah. So you don't you don't remember watching this, you just remember it creeping you out. No, I, I remember watching bits and pieces. I couldn't tell you the plot, to be honest. Um 
But it Oof. seemed to me just like a child that like was just a little weirder than the, your original, like your average children's movie. Um, yeah, but it creeped me out in the same way that like Ed, Ed, and Eddie and like uh, SpongeBob did. So Christmas <laughs> with Gumby, two thousand three. Yep. Yeah. So Annie would have. Well, we were probably watching it in like what two thousand eight or two thousand seven. So she would have been like four when I remember watching it. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. I, I think Gumby originated in like the fifties, but but yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, totally. Pretty, pretty horrifying, VHS? <laughs> well, that's not the 50s. Yeah, it, it, it is pretty horrifying. I don't know who came up with it. it, it, it just, I can't I can't even put it into words. Yeah, it's bad. I agree. Like, it's, yeah. It mm-hmm. did look good. <laughs> it's stop motion, and... So is it really? I, so I, I, watch, I think it's stop motion. Should I just, watch it? No. Hmm. Even though it's bad? Like, I feel like there's some bad movies that I should well, watch. Well, I don't know, Abby. I haven't seen this one more recently enough to tell him if it, if, he, if it's bad enough that he might think it's funny. I don't know if it's surpassed that. It's not, like, funny or bad, I don't, I don't even think. know. I don't even know if it's bad enough to think it's funny. I feel like it's just bad that, enough that you're like, I hate my life. Let's go. Like, I need a couple <laughs> shots. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm sold. His primary sidekick is Pokey, a talking orange pony. Hey, oh, man. ponies, donkeys, those are similar. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. There is a Rotten Tomatoes page. <laughs> and yeah. it does not have any ratings from either critics or audience. That's what I was <laughs> seeing, too. Uh, but I mean, maybe that's because everybody felt the same way I did, that they didn't even bother to leave a review because it was so utterly, like, creepy, tasteless. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's some like TV specials cracker. that I'm going to get to later that have like 18,000 audience scores, so it's pretty crazy that it's zero, but still has a... 18,000. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know me, I love that obscure media, <laughs> what they call a hipster. <laughs> well, but you don't love it because it made your worst... Oh, yeah. I love time. talking about it because it makes me sound interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. That is That's exactly like how it, it works. <laughs> All right, Abby. They're just going to yeah. keep getting worse from here, aren't they? Uh, yes. Yes, they are. And now I'm trying to. I have more than five on my list. So um, I guess I'll have to add some honorable mentions after. Okay. So I'm going to say the my number three is um, the Santa Claus movie, but not the first one, not the second one, the third one. Okay. Because... Yeah. So, did you have you guys seen the Santa Claus movies? Yes, yes of course. Absolutely. Like any of them? Yes, okay. all, all of them. Santa Claus, Santa Claus. Right. So the first one was amazing, phenomenal, loved it. Made a second one. The second one, Charlie's, Charlie's grown up or whatever, grown up. She's sixteen, decent. I mean, Santa falls in love. Not to be mm-hmm. a spoiler. Um, the the yeah, wife Santa falls in, love. in that movie yeah. is uh, Diana Kruger, I believe. Diana Kruger, yeah. and she. I, I know. I at that point, I was like super excited that she was in it and i only knew her from the national treasure movies yeah <laughs> it's the national yeah national treasure so anyways yeah number two number three was just awful i mean they should have left when the coal was hot because <laughs> number three is is uh, i don't remember what actor it is that plays in but it's like jack frost <laughs> trying to take over um the north pole and the uh diana kruger so mrs claus is pregnant i believe yep and it's just a whole mess of like, of empty plot. Is I think it's also the one with like the fake Santa, or was that number two? Those two. I should have done. 
Okay, so it wasn't the one with the fake Santa. That one was, eh, you know, it, <laughs> mm-hmm, like if mm-hmm. the if the first one was a gold medalist and the second one was a silver, this was like, Fifth place. I don't know. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, no, it didn't make the final race. It was bad. I think the guy that played the father-in-law was recent, was relatively famous. Uh, Neil? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Judge Reinhold? Yeah. Click on him. Okay. I'm very much in Perry's By the way, this, right is, uh, this is Santa Claus 3, the escape clause. Indeed. Is what we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Santa Claus 3, the escape clause. It's, yeah, and it's, it's awful. The guy that plays Jack Frost. Let me look it up. Um, Whoa, he was in Teen Titans. Nice. Oh, yeah, the good Teen Titans, too. Into the West TV. So he's not that big. Mm-mm. I thought it was something. Just kidding. Maybe he's not. It's a really big movie. Martin Short. That's who it is. Uh, yeah. Martin, Martin, Short. Martin Short's actually quite famous. Yeah. One of the and most I mean, famous Canadians bad, of all time. But it was just a weird, weird movie. The guy who plays Curtis, the elf, Spencer Breslin, he's actually kind of famous now. Yeah. Well, he was a really? very famous child actor. Yeah. Wait, uh, the... the um... What's his name? Why can't I even remember it? The the like teenage elf, mm-hmm. the, the chubby the chubby uh, teenage elf, not Kurt, the not Curtis. the not the one with the goatee. Oh yeah, no, I know who you're talking about for sure. Yeah. yeah, he didn't show up in the third one or the second um, one. Even. Okay, maybe he's not name? super famous now. He's just a but he was he was just a famous child actor. He was also in Good Old Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers, an incredible movie. <laughs> um, oh yeah, you're thinking of Abby. Uh, I don't think. Uh, you're I thought his name was like Jeremiah. Bernard the like, Elf. Bernard. David Crumholtz. Oh, I love Bernard. What a cutie. I wonder what he looks like now. I'll have to look it up not later. Great. <laughs> no, he doesn't oh, look no. good. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you are right on the money with that one, Abby. I, I, uh, I also have that one as one of the worst Christmas movies. Good, good, good. Yeah, that one was not a home run. 15% Rotten Tomatoes. But it's still Tim oh, Allen. My. And that means it is. still going to watch still it. It is still Tim Allen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> have you seen that Wes oh honey the third Santa Claus movie oh okay okay <laughs> I saw it in theaters <laughs> oh oh I guess I'm talking I guess I'm an amateur Wes is kind of <laughs> the Christmas guru I love Christmas yeah I mean I'm, I'm trying to I'm starting to get that <laughs> <laughs> all right Abby what you oh, got man. for number two? Oh, I'm gonna get so much hate for this I'm gonna go with a movie that is wildly popular and has had it not been wildly popular, I might have tolerated it. But since it's fa- it has rose to fame, I have not. Um, it's despised me more every year, and it is the movie Elf. <laughs> really? <laughs> that is my number two. Yeah. <laughs> How the did first, we know? The first year it came out, I was I was like all on the Elf train, like, oh my gosh, this is the funniest, the funniest guy ever. Um, and then I watched all the. Um, all the movies with Will Ferrell, like kicking and screaming and everything. And then by the second year, my like excitement waned a little bit more. And this was, I don't know, when did, when, when did it come out? I should have done 2003. Um, yeah. Like so this is okay. So this is 2003. So I was, we don't how old was I? I don't think it was 2003. I think um, it was like uh, but I double checking. Uh, I think it was 2003 been, was, confirmed. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So I was seven when this came out. And yeah, I like. By, Abby, you I came think out. I didn't you, see it Abby, I was eight. Abby, I was seven. How old you, am I? You were nine. Oh wait, so I was nine. I was nine. <laughs> oh, now that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, I was nine. <laughs> I can't. I mean, ages. You're math. much older than um, you yeah, think. But... You are tough day. <laughs> Figuring that yeah. out. Yeah. Yes, I. But I, I think that Where the reason that I don't gone? like it is because of the 
like how everybody hypes it up every Christmas. And now it's like this whole like tradition. And I just, you know, I don't like it. And I don't like, I don't like the, the plot. I don't like how Will Ferrell acts like a child, even though that's like nowhere in the plot. Cause even the other elves act like adults. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. the other elves that act like sense. mature adults and he was raised with elves. Why does he act like a 10 year old? It makes zero sense. It makes zero because he had sense. Because he had so, daddy issues, that's why. Well, yeah, but I'm sure some of those elves had daddy issues. I mean, I'm sure some of them were like, you know, what's the word? Invalid children? No, that's not it. <laughs> Whatever word it is. Orphan? You know. <laughs> All right, moving on. No, yeah. So elf? some of them probably had daddy issues. Abby Anyways. doesn't like elf. Um, hate mail. Uh, if you guys want. <laughs> don't give him my like, address. You don't like anything about elf? I do like some parts. I really do. I mean, like, I, I always get a little teary-eyed when they do the little, um, when the, like, the dad comes around from his, like, you know, like, uppity New York job, and he's like, I never meant any of that. You're my son, and I love you. And I'm, that's, like, the good part. Aww. Then I'm like, okay, that's believable. And the rest of it's like, eh. All right. I well, do like when he says, up yours. That's good. <laughs> it's good cinematic. Well, audience, if you want to send her hate mail, uh, she's Abby Tarko on Instagram, Abby underscore E underscore Tarko. (laughs) Send her all the DMs you want. (laughs) You know what? Up yours. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. Well well put, well put. Thank Uh, you. Is there going to be hate mail required for your last one? No, I don't think so. I think everyone's in a general consensus about this one. Okay. Um, We'll see about that. So this is a movie I literally just watched yesterday. I bet you haven't seen it, Wes. Yeah, I don't uh, think I don't think a lot of people have, and I certainly wouldn't have watched it had it not been for this challenge. But I had to check it out. Um, it is the Star Wars Holiday Special, oh, the infamous, oh, uh, <laughs> infamous Star Wars Holiday Special. It was even worse than I imagined, and it was it was awesome. How bad it was, to be honest. So let's just say the first thirteen minutes, there's no talking. At least I didn't hear a single word of human speech it's literally the chewbacca family speaking chewbacca no, for 13 not. minutes speaking no wookie of this no that's all it is it's like for 13 minutes and the funny thing about it is that everything it's almost like if you took a regular paced tv show or like a special like a 30 minute tv special or something um and you just you stretched it out and slowed it down by like three times because each segment is so much longer than you expect it to be. Like there's this like singing segment where this, I don't even this like lady and this, like, I don't even remember what her name was, but she's like singing and performing. And it goes on for like, like seven to 10 minutes when it should be there for 30 seconds. Cause it's not an important part of the plot at all. It's a side plot. (laughs) And it's just like, sounds like family guy. And like, yeah, I, we were watching a documentary, um, Adam and I were yesterday about this and like it's George Lucas has completely disowned the Star Wars holiday special. They don't even consider it part of the Star Wars universe anymore. That is until Jon Favreau made reference to it in the first episode of the Mandalorian. Did he really? Uh, First episode of the Mandalorian. They, I haven't seen it. They make (laughs) a reference to life day. Oh. So that kind of makes that holiday special canon again. <laughs> no. It is funny to look to watch reactions. It's an hour and a half long. Oh, it's like, it's like feature yeah. length. It has all of the cast. 
It is so like, like interesting. All of them. <laughs> Why? I haven't seen. I, I haven't know. seen it, so I don't know what. I haven't actually seen it either, but I've heard horror stories. You should watch it after this, but don't watch. I mean, skip through the like thirteen minutes of Chewbacca speech. And I don't know if I want things. to waste an um, hour and a half of my life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a lot of time yeah. to waste. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to see what did Adam think of it. Oh, he thinks it's funny. He loves stuff like that. He I spends a lot of time watching movies. I like mean, there that. is he some should... enjoyment to be found in something that bad. Yeah, we watch yeah. all those. Money he time. should be on this podcast so instead of me right now. Honestly, like he <laughs> probably we'll... sees a lot more. We'll get him on here sometime. We will. Yeah. Well, actually, this is a super side fact, and I'll be under 30 seconds because I know we have to get back. But anyways, um, Adam is going through this, like, 100 lists of movies, the top 100 movies throughout time, starting from the 20s to um, now. So it's pretty cool. I'll have to see if there are any Christmas movies. Adam's a Star Wars nerd, isn't he? No, everyone always thinks that because he's just a general nerd. (laughs) Yeah, he's just a nerd. Dang. Yeah. (laughs) That's too bad. Because uh, we, like we did a pre-Star Wars, Wars. release, we're gonna have to do a post, obviously. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. Won't be, that won't be till January. So he, could, so he could have been a guest, but guess not. Yeah, yeah. Rip, rip, Adam Tarkin. There's every other movie that he likes. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. I have one more honorable mention. Honorable, honorable mention, and it is the um, cartoon version of the Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey Ooh. and Gary. No. Gary. That movie's that great. So it has like a 0% top. on Tomatoes. What? <laughs> Sadly. It's my favorite version. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend you a little bit because I actually don't mind this movie. Uh, I like yeah. how I like how it looks and I like the cr- Christmas Carol, the story in general. Yeah. But it is like not for children. No. And that's the problem. It's scary. <laughs> it is creepy. Yeah. That's it one is of my scary. favorites. Gary too. Oldman is always scary in whatever he does. He always does. I mean, a brilliant performances for sure. I'm not... Wait, hating Jim on Carrey? the performances but i don't like the movie that's just i don't like it it's it's creepy the animation <laughs> i think is what kills me it's like the, it was very it wasn't like super realistic but it was it's so yeah realistic it's enough. polar express animation yeah 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 like it's eerie well i have a few that i wrote down i don't have like a i don't have like a top five but i wrote down this escape clause i wrote down fred claus which is I oh, love yeah. Fred. You Claude. love Fred Claus. Well, the Richardson family. The Richardson family loves Vince Vaughn. Oh, that movie is horrendous. I watched it once and I don't remember anything about it, which means I thought it was bad. Apparently, it's great. Um, he adopts a kid, bro. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah, we've it's done, the twenty percent. It's like no, not the same way. <laughs> it's like the resident homeless kid in the neighborhood that like just chills at his house, and All then right, he gets sent to the orphanage, and uh, Fred Claus saves the day. I wrote down a Christmas Prince slash any Hallmark movie ever. That's stupid. Yes, Which I know a Christmas, <laughs> a Christmas Prince, Prince is Netflix. I know, and I know there's like three of them now. There's like a royal wedding, and then there's oh, like yeah. a baby one this year. Maybe I don't know. There is. It's there's a baby. A, there is a Hallmark disclaimer. Haven't seen them. <laughs> why did you rank it uh i just assume it's like any other hallmark movie which i have worst. seen maybe two or three hallmark movies just sitting while somebody in my family watches i'll them. have you know there is a hallmark christmas movie where a girl ends up getting with a prince and the girl is none other than gretchen wieners from mean girls let me no, just let me not. just give yes, a it is. one minute synopsis of every hallmark movie ever actually wait oh, let no. me do it because i'm the one that's seen them okay go ahead you meet powerful <laughs> business figure woman <laughs> Who moved or to man. This, no, it's no, it, no, it's woman. I've seen ones with man as well. It's always the woman. Okay, whatever. It's usually a woman. In the city. 
Then she starts to realize that she wants to get away from the city for Christmas. So she either goes home to her parents or some other family's area that lives in a small town, probably on a ranch. <laughs> and she somehow gets intertwined in planning some holiday excursion and then meets the man of her dreams that she didn't know 100% she was exactly what I was going to say. But, yeah. she, but she doesn't acknowledge him as the man of her dreams until like the last 10 minutes of the movie. Yep. It Every must time. include baking or running around, frolicking in the snow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or mistletoe. Searching for a Christmas tree. Yep. Oh, yeah. gotta look for a Christmas tree. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Gotta look for that Christmas tree. Always the the, the family. The family will always push the relationship. Mm-hmm. The, the yep. family of the of the person. That's accurate, though. Yeah. That's accurate. That would happen anyway. Mm-hmm. Especially, right. I mean, hey, most of these people are like thirty and not married. The parent, those parents are going to be pushing. <laughs> yeah, the you know biological clock, tick tick tick. Yikes! That's what I'm saying. <laughs> With that said, I will probably watch at least twenty of those movies over the next Ew. few weeks. <laughs> um, I also have well, you guys know what my favorite one is that I'm going to watch. <laughs> oh, what's that? You know which one it is. Uh, my favorite Hallmark movies? holiday movie. No, no, just my favorite holiday movie. <laughs> Oh, yes, I do. I, I do. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. okay. Um, I also had Schwarzenegger's Jingle All the Way, Frosty I Returns. I love that movie. <laughs> and I'll Be Home for Christmas. Now, let me disclaim, I almost put I'll Be Home for Christmas in my honorable mentions for best Christmas movies, and I thought about it, and I was like, nope, it's trash. But I do have a soft spot for it, because it's Jonathan Taylor Thomas as a 16-year-old child star actor. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, voice of young Simba in The Lion King, uh, oh. lead kid, oh, yeah. Lead yeah, kid yeah. actor from uh, Home Improvement. Yes. He was like a child phenom. Wait, with, what? The lead kid actor in Home Improvement yeah, was? With Jonathan Taylor Thomas and 16-year-old Jessica Biel. Uh, so I think I watched it maybe six or seven years ago. And, I, and then I watched it again like three years ago. Definitely didn't like it as much uh, as I did when I was younger. It's not a good movie, but Jonathan Taylor <laughs> Thomas, when he was young, I have a soft spot for that. Fine. That's fair. Wes, do you have any bad ones you want to mention before we move on? I don't think any of them are bad. <laughs> okay. That is my hot take. That's it? I love them all. No matter no matter the cringe. No matter the 0%. Exactly. <laughs> I love them regardless. All right. Well. Nice. I know. I think you're all wrong. <laughs> well... Maybe we should move on to talking good things about movies then, should we? Oh, I will go off. <laughs> I'm about to pop off in this in this studio, Perry. So so I, I was in charge of doing a top five good Christmas movies, and I made so many honorable mentions that it basically turned into a top ten. So I'm just gonna go over my my honorable mentions, and, uh, which is which is five, which is six through ten, and then also the honorable mentions that are outside of those honorable mentions, which is Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, mm. Bah Humduck, Looney Tunes Christmas, very good, <laughs> which I actually really like. I love that. Yeah, uh, and Home Alone, oh. which one? The original Home Alone. I don't love it, but it is good, and it didn't, but it didn't crack my top ten. Hmm. Um, number ten, Arthur's Perfect Christmas. I knew you would what? do that. There's a, this one was for Abby. Uh, I mean, we she and I both watched this a ton when we were kids. Uh, but I know that's your favorite, isn't it, Abby? Yeah, it is. It is my favorite. <laughs> Came out in 2000. Hence the audible screech. <laughs> yeah, I, it was. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. But it's you know, there's better ones. Uh, oh. And let me disclaim again. Man, I'm disclaiming a lot. This is a list of not just movies, but also just TV specials. Oh, I guess because Barry's a nerd. Um, because I wanted to talk about some of those. Number nine, I put uh, The Old Grinch. 
1966, 100% Rotten Tomatoes score. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I also wanted to shout out The New Grinch as well. It was really funny. Jim Carrey made $345 million in, in the box office. Low than Tyler. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, that I guess that was the middle Grinch, because now there's a newest oh, yeah, Grinch, new which I didn't watch. Uh, number eight was It's a Wonderful Life. Mm. 1946-94% Rotten Tomatoes that one is a classic I included it not necessarily because it's one I watch every year but because it deserves to be mentioned as one of the greats number 7 I had Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas from 1999 I I watch this one every year Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas is only a 40% Rotten Tomatoes critic score but it only has 5 only has 5 reviews so (laughs) 2 out of 5 people liked it that's the one where they do a Christmas Carol right? Uh, no, it's not. That one has the three stories. One about um, Donald and his nephews. Donald and the nephews, and they're doing like a, a whole oh, yeah. Groundhog's Day thing. Mm-hmm. And then the middle one is Goofy. Gotta love a Goofy story, Goofy mm-hmm. Christmas story. The third one is Gift of the Magi with Mickey and Minnie. Mm. So that one's heartwarming. There's like a yes. M- twice now I, I didn't even know I had that memory. Yeah, I watch like that every year. That memory. <laughs> oh yeah. And then six. This was so hard not putting in my top five. Was a Charlie Brown's Christmas from 1965. Mm. So good. It is. I listen to the soundtrack so much. Honestly, is it possibly the best soundtrack ever from something that was only 30 minutes long? From from a TV show that was only 30 minutes long? Like, it was like like a 26-minute TV show, but it's got a full album of just beautiful Christmas piano music that I listen to all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that is super true. And who could forget Linus's... uh, Lights, please. Soliloquy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So those were my six through ten. Now we'll get on to my top five. Number five. <clears throat> I love a Christmas Carol, the story. So I need. I knew I needed to put one representation of Christmas Carol in my top five, and it's Mickey's A Christmas Carol. Very good. Not the best version, but okay, a version nonetheless. <laughs> 1983, 100% Rotten Tomatoes. It's 1983? It is 1983. Wow. And I'm about to throw some facts at you that you're going to be like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. But anyway, 100% Rotten Tomatoes, seven scores only though, so, you know. Uh, eight out of ten IMDb. It's also only about 26 minutes long. It's a short short mm-hmm. TV special. Uh, some fun facts about it. Clarence Nash, the vo- original voice of Donald... Voice Donald for the last time in Aww. Mickey's A Christmas Carol. He was the last living of the original voice actors. Wow. At the time. It was packaged with the re-release of The Jungle Book in the UK in 83, in October of 83, and then with the re-release of The Rescuers in the US in December of that year. Now, here's the fun part. The One of the biggest reasons... I mean, it's a heartwarming movie. It's great. I mean, there's not much wrong with it, but the biggest reason I probably love it is because of the amount of cameos of other Disney characters that appear in it. Uh, it's just jam-packed with pretty much any animal character from any movie that had come out to that point. Mm. So just to name a few, Jimmy Cricket is in it. The Mole, the Water Rat, and Mr. Mr. Toad, and Angus McBadger, all from the movie Ichabod and Mr. Toad mm. uh, from 1949. They're all in it. Uh, un- like They don't have talk- speaking roles. Lady Cluck, Mother Rabbit, and the kids from Robin Hood have show up. The characters from Silly Symphony, uh, which is the the little three little pigs short they mm-hmm. did in 1933. So there's like the the big bad wolf and some pigs mm-hmm. in it. <laughs> Cocky Locky from Chicken Little 1943, oh my God. which is a short, not not the Chicken Little in 2004, obviously. That's bad. <laughs> 
uh, Uncle Waldo from the Aristocrats. Wow. Ar- Aristocats. Oh. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Amelia! <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, uh, so he has an unspoken role. He's in it. Um, Secretary Bird from Bedknobs and Broomsticks. And Bongo the Bear from Fun and Fancy Free. Mm. They're all <laughs> in it. Uh, different points. So that's just really fun, especially now that I've seen pretty much every single Disney movie, like going back and watching and seeing all those characters is super fun. So that's my number five. Wow, that was a lot of facts. That was, I, I, I didn't know, I, I mean, I didn't recognize half of these, to okay. be honest. I looked these up, uh, but I mean, I knew that there was a lot of cool cameos. And then when I saw that's that, awesome. when I saw that some of these were in it, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to go back and look for them when I watch it this year. Nice. Oh, wow. Any objections? No, that's good. <laughs> I didn't know it was from. <sighs> I thought it was newer than that. No, it's pretty old. Nice. Yeah, I love that. I like that movie actually. I mean, I vaguely, I barely remember it, but the cameos—that's a fun touch. Yeah, it's so fun. Like, basically, I'm kind of judging these on like almost 100 percent bias of like my own. Like, these are favorites, not you know. Mm. And if if to be one of my favorites, I have to watch it like. Mm. Almost every year, you know, I have to want to watch it every year for it to be yeah. one of my favorite Christmas movies, mm-hmm. and this one I do pretty much every year. Number four, this one I don't always watch. Like, it's not like a, on a list of mine that I have to watch it, but I almost always end up watching it. And it's Christmas Vacation. Oh, oh yay! I I, I like actually it. love that. <laughs> Wait, Wes, did you just say you don't like it? I don't like it, Wes. Why didn't oh, you put it goodness. on your least favorite Christmas? I forgot Wes. about it. So you just said it right now. <laughs> I never watch it because I don't like it. Okay. That makes sense. That's I, the conundrum. I think Chevy Chase is bad. Fair enough. Uh, Christmas, va- Christmas Vacation actually makes me laugh a few times, which is doesn't happen a lot in Christmas movies. 1989. 65% Rotten Tomato score. It, it was actually the third Christmas... Or it was actually the third vacation movie to come out. Mm. Really? Uh, yeah, it was. There was there was just a movie Vacation, which came out in 83, I believe. And then there oh. was European Vacation, which was 85. Oh, wow. Both somewhat successful, and then this came out in 89. Then there was um, Vegas Vacation, which came out after mm. that. I didn't realize that. That's crazy. I thought the other ones were made after. No, yeah. I, I thought that, too, for a while. But, yeah, this was pretty much... It. Vacation was pretty much Chevy Chase's uh, only... Legacy. Yeah, his legacy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our great. dad really likes that movie. Yes, he does. This is one of his favorites, <laughs> for sure. He likes to quote it. <laughs> he also loves Christmas with the Cranks. Oh. Which is 5% Rotten Tomatoes score, so. It's not bad. <laughs> I was amazed if it was that bad, because I know some people I like, like that it. Movie. Some, yeah, it's a for cult sure. classic. Yeah. It cult. is. It's a cult classic. A cult Adam's episode. parents love it. <laughs> Our parents. Um, weird, uh, weird facts. Uh, Bill Murray's brother is Clark's boss. You know that? Really? Yeah, Maybe Clark's boss Bri- is uh, the actor's Brian Doyle Murray, Bill Murray's brother. Hmm. Oh. And uh, his neighborhood was actually all in the back lot of Warner Brothers Studios. <laughs> so a lot of those houses were used in other Warner Brothers movies and, and, uh, and TV shows. Uh, oh. I, don't, I don't have them written down. but um, and, then, and then the other scenes were shot in Breckenridge, Colorado. So oh. That's awesome. I, that, wow. All right, moving on to number three, which is from a movie series that Abby already mentioned. The Santa Claus is my number three. The OG. The OG Santa Claus from 94. Yeah. I really like it. And then it just all went downhill after that. But uh, <laughs> it did 74%, which is pretty good. Only 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. But uh, made $189 million And uh, for one lonely week in December of 1994, 
This movie took home the box office crown for that week. Oh, wow. Home Improvement was the number one rated show in America. Wow. And Don't Stand Too Close to the Naked Man, written by Tim Allen, was the number one New York Times bestseller. (laughs) Wow. So Tim Allen had a good week. Yeah, he did. He really did. Um, I love love Tim Allen. He's great. He is honestly a national treasure, and not even just because I love Toy Story so much. Like in general, he's done a lot of other good things that I like. Yes. Home Improvement, I legit watched with my dad. Oh, I love when that I show. was like ten. So Tim the yeah, Toolman Taylor, too. yeah, Tim yeah. the Toolman Taylor and his partner, whatever his name was, Al. Uh, Al. Sal, no, Al. Yeah, Al was like the crowd favorite for sure. Yeah. Well, he was the one that actually knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Also, Al was the host of Family Feud for a while. That's right. After Home Improvement, that's right. I remember. Uh, what was his real name? I don't have a clue. <laughs> To be honest, I like, literally no idea. John Taylor Thomas, there he is. Richard Carn. Richard Carn. Al Borland. Al Borland. Mm. All right, cool. Had eight seasons starting from '91. Great show. Great show. Uh, weird fun fact from the Santa Claus. Uh, <laughs> in the original release, there was a little joke uh, when Tim Allen was being sarcastic with his wife um, about a fake phone number one eight hundred spank me. <laughs> so this was released into the theater cut after it went home on. Uh, on VHS, people realized that it was a real phone sex line. Oh, no. <laughs> and the scene was cut from all future releases. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I know. I, the awesome. first one to try to call that number, though. That's what I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. That, yeah, that would be tough. <laughs> Honestly, it'd probably be someone, like, like in our friend group that was like, bro, let's see if this is real. <laughs> bro, this has got to be real. Moving on to number two. Mm-hmm. This has already shown up at number two before, uh, and it's Elf. <laughs> I have Elf at number two uh-huh. on the best Christmas movies. Now, I admit, I do get tired of Elf. What? You get tired of it? I do. On a, just, I, I will, but it's one I have to watch once a year. I love Elf. I have to watch it once a year, but some people want to watch it like six, seven, eight times a year, yeah, and, yeah. and I check yeah. out from that. Uh, that's not... It's on every like they have like an Elf Day on like on a, on a certain yeah. TV channel where it's literally twenty four hours of Elf. Um, oh. I don't love it that much. Just in general, I'm not a humongous Christmas movie guy um, because I feel like a lot of times Christmas movies sacrifice on plot to input different gimmicky Christmas themes. Christmas is perfect. Mm-hmm. But Elf, I watched in theaters and loved it. It was one of the first movies I watched in theaters. And really, yeah, it was because I was what six years old. I don't- no, uh, 2003. I don't even think I saw it in theaters. Oh yeah, yeah, you were there. If what? I went, if I went, you I were there. Think so. I don't know. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I saw it in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 6.9 IMDb, but 84% Rotten Tomatoes. Dude, that was like the height of Will Ferrell too. Honestly, it really was. Because yeah. Anchorman came out in 2004. When was Step Brothers? I 2007 or eight. And mm. Talladega Nights was 2006. I would say after... Semi-pro after, was in there somewhere. After the other guys, I think, was probably when it started going downhill. The other probably. guys were still solid. Yeah. So, after, after that, downhill. The role was initially for Jim Carrey, <laughs> but... I can see it. Will, uh, Will Ferrell was kind of what? fresh off of uh, his SNL. Height. Height, yes. He was very popular on SNL, so he got the bump. He, fun fact, uh, Will Ferrell was actually a mall Santa in Pasadena before SNL. No. Yeah, that's, that's real, apparently. Wow. <laughs> Did he smell like beef and cheese? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> There's a Broadway musical about Elf. I'm not surprised. Yeah. 
So, oh, and yes. also December eighth or eighteenth is uh, answer the phone like Buddy the Elf Day. Is it really? Is Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Is mm-hmm. that the correct way to do it? Yeah. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> God said Buddy the Elf, I'm going to say, West Ranger, so what's your favorite color? <laughs> no, no, you say Buddy the... West the Elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should move on to my number one. And I do have a, something to add after my number one as well. I'm perplexed, but okay. So my number one on my list... Is Phineas and Ferb Christmas oh my Vacation? Gosh. <laughs> no, of course it is. I absolutely love Phineas There's and Ferb. There's so Christmas much bias vacation. in this pick. <laughs> yes, didn't I? Didn't I say earlier in one of my disclaimers, <laughs> one of my many <laughs> disclaimers, <laughs> that that there's this is all about my favorites and which ones I want to watch. This one I will legit watch two to three times a Christmas season because it's not just a, Chris, a gimmicky Christmas sh- special or show. Mm-hmm. It's Actually, an episode of Phineas and Ferb uh, that's um, that's you know one and a half times the length, uh, and I already love Phineas and Ferb as we've established <laughs> in multiple uh, occasions. Occasions, and actually had, an episode. had had the creator of the show on our show, so that shows how much I like Phineas and Ferb. And I don't know, it's just when it's something I've watched every year since it came out, and yeah. it, and it's extremely popular too. Now I've got a few stats to show you how popular it was. Uh, 2009 is when it came out, and its first week of release had 5.2 million viewers, making it the f- number five m- most popular program or most watched program of the week across any network in 2009. 8.7 IMDb. I believe it was on uh, Screen Rant. I believe it was number one on Screen Rant's list of best Disney Plus Christmas specials that you could watch on Disney Plus or something like that. The other thing that I thought was really cool. This honestly might be the most impressive thing. Uh, is that it's so popular that it aired on ABC in prime time on December 23rd, 2011. Hmm. So, the day before Christmas Eve, prime time, I believe it was 8 o'clock or 8.30, on ABC. So, wow. how often do you see like a Disney Channel show on ABC? You don't. You don't. What year was this? 2011. So, two years after oh, wow. it originally came out. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Some great songs. Neato. It's just really good really good episode i love it now the one thing i needed to add as well right before we came up to record i watched the movie klaus and i was cuddling his dog and he was cuddling my dog and it was honestly phenomenal like i loved it 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 is a beautiful movie that is uh it's a netflix original and it's 2d animated Oh, i've heard of that but it's drawn with like shadows and some kind of like it's it's defined it's it looks 3D, but it's hand-drawn 2D animation. So honestly, it's kind of revolutionary in that way. And great cast. It's funny. It's heartfelt. But there's tons of recency bias because I just watched it. So if I was picking now, I would absolutely have it in my top five, if mm-hmm. not possibly number one. But I just watched it, so I decided I wasn't going to put it on the list. Uh, but go watch that. I I loved it. It's way more than just a Christmas movie. It's mm-hmm. got It's a legit... Uh, a legit movie with really good plot and uh, beautifully drawn. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, I will. And there was a How to Train Your Dragon Christmas special on TV last week also. <laughs> watch it. I did watch that. Was it good? Eh. Yeah. No, but I was happy to see the story. It was actually the the whole the whole special took place uh, not to spoil too much. Well, I'm going to go ahead and spoil the whole ending plot of How to Train Your Dragon 3, but it, it takes place <laughs> before before they go out to meet Toothless and 
his girl dragon on the rock at the very end of How to Train Your Dragon 3, mm-hmm. but, but after the wedding mm-hmm. of How to Train Your Dragon 3 in the epilogue. So somewhere in the epilogue Neat. is where the whole thing takes place. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of cool, but it wasn't that good. Anyway, <laughs> what do you guys have as your favorites? So, something that I think you... Uh, I think you missed was the Polar Express. I didn't miss it. No. <laughs> nope, you did. <laughs> I don't dislike the Polar Express. I did not put it on my bottom five, but well, I don't think it's that good. It's phenomenal. Um, so I have that on here. Did you talk about the Grinch? Uh, I did Jim, mention. Jim carries the Grinch. I did mention both the the uh, the one I put on the list was the oldest one, the animated wow. one. Well, I love the Jim Carrey, but the Jim Carrey one is also so funny. Good. Um, also, even though Abby so rudely trashed them earlier, <laughs> I love the claymations of like Ru- of Rudolph and the Year of yeah. Santa Claus. I love them. And actually, my favorite in the Santa Claus trilogy is the second one. Okay. Really? Yeah. I love the, the edgy teen that ends up getting in trouble with his dad's future wife. I love it. I love it. Charlie. Yes. Um, and one I, you might not have seen. Have you ever seen Scrooged? I have seen Scrooge. That's Bill Murray. Yes. yes. Okay. Love that movie. My, it's not bad. My parents and I watch that together every year because the ghost of Christmas past hits uh, Bill Murray with a toaster, and my mom thinks it's the funniest <laughs> thing in cinematic history. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, oh, my God. Yeah. Have you seen a, uh, a very Murray Christmas? Uh-uh. Yeah, it's, it's awful. Oh. <laughs> it's horrendous. I probably should have had that on my list of worst. But yes. Also, insert any Hallmark movie ever. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Abby, what about your favorites? Um. Well, we all know my favorite Christmas movie, Perry. Yeah, Arthur's Perfect Christmas. <laughs> Arthur's Perfect Christmas. It's the best, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, it's the best Christmas special because it's only, actually, I think it might be an hour, um, but it covers all of the, it teaches children that there are more than like the, about all the different holidays of Christmas. And, um, and it's just like got a really good soundtrack, like even just for like a short special, like Perry was talking about, it's got a really nice soundtrack. It's just heartwarming and it's funny and quirky and I love it. And I'm 25 and I still love it and I watch it every year. And I make Adam watch it, and he hates it that I make him watch it. <laughs> um, nice. Like drinking wine and watching Arthur's Perfect Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Two things that really go together. Um, I really like uh, uh, I like the Charlie Brown Christmas special, but I also like the um, uh, I got a dog or I want a dog for Christmas special that yes. came out later. That one is funny. That one, yeah, I liked that one. That was kind of like different um with uh rerun and linus mm-hmm. and um it's uh white christmas too just like to be basic and Bing crosby that's just a good one yeah those are my three all right very nice well i think we've covered most of the bases for christmas movies we didn't mention die hard yeah that's oh d- debate for a different day yeah yeah but i do <laughs> love bruce willis <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah for sure but let's see, real quick, is there anything I missed before we move on? I'm looking at what, there's a couple people that messaged us. Somebody put It's a Wonderful Life, I talked about that, and somebody put The Night Before with oh, yeah. Seth Rogen. Not The Night Before Christmas, The Night Before. What? With Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen? Yeah, if it has Seth Never Rogen, I tend to not watch it. Yeah. Mm-mm. But The Night Before Christmas. It probably talks about weed. Not bad. Yeah, probably. 
Because I think that's the only thing Seth. <laughs> I think that's the only thing Seth. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Wesley, you have a list of the be- of your favorite Christmas songs. I do. How did you manage to narrow this down? So what I basically did was I just went with what I liked the best. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> that is also what I did. Um, there was I did I did put a slight influence of like popularity. Okay. Too. So. Are you ready? Yes, absolutely. Are you, are you really ready? I am very ready. I have to think about that. Now, real quick, you you don't you didn't just pick pick like Christmas carols. You picked like songs with their specific artist. Correct. Okay. Well, what I did was I picked a Christmas song. I got the history on it a little bit, and then I, then I'm doing a version recommendation to everybody. Ah, okay, cool. Because I want everyone to experience the best of everything. All right, mm-hmm. indeed. Awesome. Are you ready? Sure. Number five is not a Christmas carol. It is an original by the one and only official band of Christmas, Pentatonix. Uh, <laughs> are they a band? Sure. No. An ensemble? They're an acapella group. Shut or an up. ensemble. They're a freaking band. They don't have instruments. They are the instruments. Right, I just want to hear their what the song is. Their voices are their instruments. It, that's <laughs> Christmas to me. Oh. It was from their uh, album in 2014, which was also titled That's Christmas to Me. Um... It's. I had some facts and I lost them because I can't read. There it is. Um, it was released on October twenty first, twenty fourteen. So just in time, if you're me, because I start listening to Christmas music on November first. Nice. So it was just in time to start to indulge. Also, Pentatonix wasn't huge yet. Um, they had only put out a couple albums that had probably like six or seven songs on them, and they were mainly mm. Christmas albums too. It's phenomenal. Um, the song itself is extremely wholesome. I mean, the wholesomest. Hmm. Peak. <laughs> Peak of wholesome and sweet. Nice. Yes. It talks about being at home around a fire and seeing things under the Christmas tree and just being with your family. It's beautiful. Best version. The only version. The only version. Pentatonix. <laughs> There's other versions, I believe, now. Oh, okay. But that's the only one that matters. So that is an original by them. It is. Okay. It was the only original on that album. Interesting. Yeah. So, that's that. Number four. It had to be on here. It's that number four? Mm-hmm. Okay. All I want for Christmas is you, Barry. <laughs> Mariah Carey. Aww. So, there's actually some pretty baffling stuff on this. So, it came out on October 29th, 1994. It reached, the single reached number one in 18 countries. Wow. Whack. That's a lot of countries. None know. of those being the United States. Oh, okay. It only topped out at number three here. It holds a record for the most streamed song in 24 hours on Spotify by a female artist. All right. With 10.8 million streams in December 2018. Wow. December wow. 2018, which is yeah. 24 years after it came out. Yeah. Wow. And Taylor Swift was on Spotify by then. Yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, and Ariana Grande also. Was... It, I don't know how to actually say this term, but it went six times platinum. Oh. In the U.S., yeah, which wow. is awesome, and that's only in the U.S. It went; it was a multi multi platinum single all over the world. It also reached the Hot 100 Singles Top 10 in 2017 and 2018, <laughs> which once again is 20 plus years after it came out. Yeah, she truly is the queen of Christmas. And if this is not evidence that the month of December is keeping Mariah Carey relevant, <laughs> then I don't know <laughs> so what true. is. Yeah, that's valid. I literally, literally have data. nothing else. <laughs> so, and then she did the remake, the yeah. one with Justin Bieber. 
Did or I don't really? know if it was that song. And she was on. Uh, she was. She was on uh, Prince of Egypt. Yeah, she was. was that she was really? right around the same time. That was '95. So yeah. So, like, so really? Yeah, she was. Did not know that. Uh, well, well, she sang a song. She sang a song with Whitney Houston. With Whitney Houston. Oh. Yeah. So okay. Well, Beyonce may be the queen, but not in the month of December. Yeah. I will say, <laughs> Mariah Carey, the diva to end all divas, especially during Christmas. Sure. All right. During Christmas. So, best <laughs> I expected that would be on there. There's a lot of versions, but you can't beat the original when those facts are behind it, right? No, you cannot mm. beat her original with that song. Yeah, no. And it's just a bop. Like, let's be honest. Like, the other yeah. Christmas songs I'm going to talk about, they're really slow. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And this one is not. Like, I will rage to this in the car. You know, and <laughs> I saw, I saw, I have no doubt. I've seen several memes this past few weeks about like, uh, like mall and retail employees just like hating their lives because they uh. have to listen to this song on repeat. <laughs> but frankly, I wish. <laughs> don't, don't watch out what you don't. wish for. <laughs> it's phenomenal. So, all right. Are you ready for number three? Absolutely. Number three. These next three will be classics. Good. Number three, the first Noel. Beautiful. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Um, That's a good one. So, there's. It's kind of whack how this song got put together, um, and actually the kind of same thing kind of happened with the other two songs I'll talk about too. But um, it was pretty much based off like a hymn of a different hymn um, in the 1800s, uh, and it was the the tune that we know and the words that we know. Uh, come from a version created in 1823 by William Sandys. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, do you know what a Noel is, Perry? Hmm. Well, it'd be like if you're writing like a sentence, and it might be spelled with like letters of the alphabet, but, but there's, there's a specific letter that's not there. And it's worse. <laughs> Abby, do you know what a Noel is? Yeah, ditto. Oh, <laughs> nice. So, Noel is just a synonym for Christmas. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, the song is The First Christmas, which it talks about, you know, baby oh. Jesus. And... Was it spelled N-O-E-L, or was it spelled N-O-E-L-L-E? Uh, there's been multiple spellings. The original, I believe, was actually N-O-W-E-L. Whoa. Really? Breaking yeah. news you hear no here well. first, folks. Yeah. And I, I believe, Sounds... I'm not actually sure if N-O-E-L-L-E counts. Hmm. Could definitely be wrong. I didn't look it up. But the version we know is just N-O-E-L. Yeah. Yes. We love that. Um, best version I'm interested to hear. So the best version that I would recommend to you is Jennifer Nettles. Do you know who that is, Perry? I know you like her a lot. I do. So if you, if anyone is familiar with country music at all, uh, Jennifer Nettles is the vocalist of the country duet Sugarland, who have won Grammys and stuff. Huh. Very good. If you don't like country music, don't worry because her Christmas album is not overly country influenced and she is a phenomenal singer <laughs> i don't doubt it i do yeah. i do i have not heard that version but i do yeah. like that song. other good versions whitney houston mm-hmm. i will say um and david archuleta the man from american Idol. Oh, that we all forgot about yes. yep josh groban has one as well josh groban has one as well mm-hmm. i like josh groban. I, I think kelly clark's Nat King cole can't forget that man yeah <laughs> does that i mean King it's Cole's like a rite of Christmas passage song? every yeah, artist about. i think so yeah. well at some point here's what i'm thinking too this is just a side note pentatonics I think in approximately five years, because they're releasing about a Christmas album a year, mm. in about five years, I think they're going to exhaust their resources. They might run out. Yeah. Have to write originals. Redoing them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they better. 
So <laughs> maybe they just have a vault. I don't know. But listen, out there, if you are a famous musical artist and you are listening to this podcast, um, you can save your career with a Christmas album. True. And by that, I mean you're just releasing a Christmas album because you're kind of irrelevant. <laughs> Unless you're Mariah Carey. True. True. So, all right. Are you ready for number two? I am. Number two, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Ah, I love it. Do you really? I do love that song. Yes. I. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. It's really slow. And honestly, there's some versions that are a little eerie mm-hmm. sounding, which we'll get to in a second. Um, I love the eerie sounding one. Okay, good. I'm glad you do. Uh, oh, come, oh, come, oh, come Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Yeah. Right. So, um, <laughs> well. it was originally a Latin hymn. Um, and so what we hear today is an 1861 translation of that hymn. Okay. So I don't have an original artist on here for you, or original composer of any kind. Um, but it's really it's really famous. And in fact, in 2009, uh, U2, you know, Bono. I do know that. <laughs> uh, U2 released a song called White as Snow, and they literally used the same tune from the song. Okay. To really? frame that song I don't lame know. yeah i know Ripple. well i think they gave it credit at least so i think oh, okay. that's, i think at that point it's just like citing your sources yeah all right. yeah I'll let, it, I'll um, let it slide so it's very chill it can be eerie it's very slow so if you're in a hype mood not the song for you but if you're just you know it's finals week i know or you just had finals week i don't know wherever you're at in college um it's slow it's peaceful give it a listen what if they're not in college if we you... do have lots of listeners who are not in college well, I'm hoping you work then. <laughs> Listen to it in the car. <laughs> um, actually, in church this last weekend, we sang it, which was phenomenal. That is awesome. And in fact, we mm-hmm. sang my number one in church also. So it was just Wes's day at church. Um, Wes's day. Yes. Because it's all about Wes at church. It, it is all about me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the best version I'm going to recommend is a band you all might not have heard of. It's called The Civil Wars. No. You haven't heard of them? Oh, yeah, no. I have heard of them. Yeah. We love Hipster Abbey. (laughs) Uh, The Civil Wars, they actually released the song Safe and Sound with Taylor Swift for The Hunger Games, back when The Hunger Games came out, which was like one of the main themes of that song, that movie. Um, They are a folkish indie band. Uh, I believe they're also a duo. I think they're a husband and wife. Okay. Um, And it's -hmm. it's kind of eerie sounding, but it's fun. Would recommend. Yeah. I don't actually don't like We sang that in the Purdue Christmas show. Oh, we love that. I actually don't like this yeah. band at all. Should have gone. <laughs> Except for the song. What? This is the only song you like. But it's really good. <laughs> all right. So, indeed. All right, Perry. The final one. Indeed. Perry, do you know what my number one favorite Christmas song is? I think I do. <laughs> I'm, I think I know the version as well, but I'm not Ooh. positive. I'll quiz you on that in a second. Okay. So, my favorite Christmas else? song, and the one that I believe is the best of all time, is Oh Holy Night. As I scroll to my Spotify playlist, my Christmas playlist, which is very long, actually, it has 146 songs, as far as I know. Oh, Holy Night alone, I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 versions wow. of Oh, Holy Night on my Christmas playlist. Out of how many songs? That's so, awesome. 146. Wow, so like 1 out of 14. Yeah. That's... I'm impressed you have a Christmas playlist. I have a Christmas playlist. I just, oh, I guess it's just me then. So, yeah, I'm a little obsessed. <laughs> um, right. It was originally it was based off of a French poem that talks about the birth of Jesus. Yep. Much like the song itself uh, depicts. 
It was checks out, and I will definitely butcher this name. Mm. It was composed by Adolphe Adam. Sounds good. Maybe I believe he was also French. Okay, so um, and that is the version that we hear today. That is what he composed. So tune and words. Nice. Yes. Wow. It's so good. That is a good song. Got that high note though. Oh, it's hard to hit. Oh, I don't hit it. Uh, but I pretend to in the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's really good. Uh, I love almost every version of the song that I've heard. Perry, do you know what my favorite is? Is it the Anthem Lights version? It is not. Ah, that is top three though. Oof, okay. I love Anthem Lights. So the best version of the song uh, is actually by Leah Michelle. Oh, do you know who that is? I do not. Leah Michelle was Rachel, yeah, or the Glee. star of Glee. Really? Yes, there is an episode in Glee. Um, it's after, at, spoiler alert, Glee goes after they graduate high school. <laughs> so um, she is living in New York, going to an art school, and they had like a end of the semester show that they had to perform, right, for a grade. And she sang a song, I don't know what it was, and then the audience loved it, so they asked for an encore. And she then says, okay, I'll sing a Christmas song. And she sings All Holy Night. And it is absolutely phenomenal. Wow. It's so good. Like, I have to listen. perfect. Absolutely perfect on every note, every word. It's so good. All right. Other good versions. Wow. The Queen, Idina Menzel. Um, yeah. Anthem Lights has a very good version. Jennifer Nettles' version is okay. Um, I've, I've got a good version of that for you. Is it Peter Holland's? No. It's NSYNC. Really? NSYNC has a really good uh, acapella <laughs> It's it's not sped up. It's like it's wow. slow. It's acapella. It's really good. Would have never picked that yeah. out. Yeah. Um, wow. A version that I think we don't actually think about all the, very very much. Um, I lost it. Oh, I'm the worst. I I typed in a, a holy <laughs> instead of oh holy. A holy. Hmm. I <laughs> want that to be what I was called. Um. There we go. Like there it is. Tenth Ave, Tenth Ave, Tenth Avenue North oh. has a yeah. bopping Christmas album. They do. It's just so you know. They do. Um, so, yes, Oh Holy Night is just—it's so good. It's so—it's <laughs> powerful. When you put a good singer on that song, just crazy good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Crazy good. Some honorable mentions. Um, I'm gonna get it wrong. Uh, Mistletoe by 10th Avenue North. Have you heard that song? No, I haven't. Oh, it's hilarious. Is it? I'll check it out. It's hilarious. You need to listen to it. Um, It is Mike Donahue at his comedic best. Okay. Um, (laughs) Are you familiar with Lindsey Sterling at all? Uh Uh-huh. The violinist. violinist. She has a Christmas album. Really? Uh Uh-huh. And there's a song on there with Becky G. Do you remember Becky G? Why do I know Becky G? She's the one that sang Shower. Oh, yeah. in the shower. So they have a song together called Christmas Come On, and it is a bop. Okay. It is great. So I would recommend that as well. Okay. Yeah. Music artist, if you make a bop, Wes likes it. Yes. But I will judge you. <laughs> yeah, I, will be critiqued. I classify myself as the Indiana version of Simon Cowell. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sweet. I'm not going to say anything else. Uh... Because I can't sing. But I know who he is. <laughs> He's going to keep going. You look just like him as well. He has hair, Perry. Yeah. And he's he's tall. and well, He's not that tall. Muscular. And, he's like 5'9". And, oh, well. 
Nice. I guess oh, he's always you know, sitting like in a chair. No. I know I can use he's a like, British, he's like sixty. I, I can speak a, with a British accent too. Also, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know quite how. Oh, Perry, we should do an entire episode where we only speak in I, accents. I don't know. We've already done that, haven't we? Well, I mean, British ones. <laughs> we sort of oh, drew for a, for a hat for I accents. I had a friend this summer, and whenever we would see each other, we would just yell, "What? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't get your knickers in a one." <laughs> <laughs> You're offending an entire yeah. Don't no, no worry. That's oh. what we do, we do post editing. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they, bro, they make fun of the way we talk. <laughs> Have you completed your your list, sir? Yes. I agree with you on almost every account except for the ones where I haven't heard of them. Yeah. Oh, I cannot agree with. Un. If you like, I don't know if any of you like country music, but Alan Jackson has a phenomenal Christmas album as well. You know what other country singer has a phenomenal album? Who? Well, I guess he's not really a country. He's kind of a country singer. Would you consider Kenny Rogers to be country? Oh, absolutely, he's okay. country. You, I he's kind of country rock. He's country. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. I knew you like Kenny Rogers. I do like Kenny Rogers' Christmas. You gotta know where to hold. Uh, he's got one of my favorite songs, Christmas songs ever. Is Christmas is my favorite time of year. Ah, uh-huh. that's a really good song. Just transitioning to, I don't know. It's it's one of the first ones I listen to every every year once we get over. Mm-hmm. Over the hump that is of Thanksgiving. No- of November 1st? Yeah, uh, no, Thanksgiving. November 1st. <laughs> uh, but yeah, some other ones that I like as well. 12 Days of Christmas, uh, Reliant K. Reliant K is a really, oh, yeah. really good Christmas album. Really? I like almost all the songs on it. It's it's very hype. Like, like it's more of an upbeat Christmas mm-hmm. album. Pentatonics, O Come O Come Emmanuel. Uh, o Pentatonics in any Christmas song. Or any other, yeah, Pentatonics song. I put That Christmas Feeling, Olivia Olsen. Really? Yeah, it's from Phineas and Ferb soundtrack. Uh, <laughs> um, I put A Holy Night in Sync, uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, Michael Bublé, which you didn't put anywhere on your list. Michael Bublé is kind of like the, the king of Christmas. Oh, I mean, I listen to him yeah, Modern Christmas, at least. But this was a top five, Perry. I put Into a Silent Night for King and Country. I really like their, their hmm. Christmas album's good for King and Country. Uh, Elvis, Here Comes Santa Claus. Oh, here comes Santa Claus. Oh, here comes Santa Claus. Right now, Elvis kind of sounds like Goofy. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> White Christmas, Bing Crosby, the mm. legend, and then Little Saint Nick by the Beach Boys. <laughs> I love it. Those were the ones I wrote down. There's plenty of other ones, honestly. Tons of other ones. That There's I so many good Christmas with, songs. But, but that's what I went with. So. I have nine and a half hours of Christmas songs. <laughs> I also love Ocom All Ye Faithfuls from Pentatonix as well. I, I love Ocom. Oh, oh, that's a really good version. Yeah. yeah. Abby, what about you? Or do you not like Christmas music? Let's see. No, I love Christmas <laughs> yeah, music. Yeah, you're cool. I mean, you I was in the Christmas show, so I sang Christmas music for like four straight years yes. in college. I like Blue Christmas by Elvis. Mm. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, White Christmas, obviously. Yeah. Um, what colors? Red Christmas. I like Mary Did You Know, Pentatonix. That's Perry, a good did one. You know? <laughs> it's like really good. I like the song All Is Well. I don't know who wrote that but we sang it in choir and i for it was just like a really good song it's got some like it's a little bit haunting like but still i don't know like it made me cry Aww. <gasps> it was so good. how many are we supposed to do five <laughs> however many you're thinking i have four written down that's fine i had one and it's i acceptable. And I it. what it's about fine. it's gone i want a hippopotamus for christmas or dominic the christmas donkey that's Me-oh. a good one Me-oh. or the two front teeth I want for Christmas. Dominic the donkey. Perry, if you say one more thing about Dominic. Or I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Uh, oh, or Santa Baby. What about the Ariana Grande yeah. song, um, Santa, Tell Santa Tell Me? Santa Tell Me. That's a great one. That song's really good. Uh, Santa Tell Me, are you really there? 
That one. Accurate. Is a good I mean, it's hype, but yeah, I don't like Ariana Grande in general. I love Ariana Grande. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> uh, cool beans. Well, <laughs> cool, cool beans, beans. Cool beans. All right. Well, guys, uh, we're gonna need to wrap this up pretty quick, but uh, before we do so, hopefully, we want to do a quick little segment called Perry. Did you know? Uh, <laughs> we've compiled some Christmas fun facts. Kind of fun. They're kind of more funny oh, nice than fun. Uh, just of different traditions from around the world. And Abby, do you have some as well? I only have our tradition of going to the tree farm, fighting over the tree, and then crying when we don't get the tree we want. That's all I got. Can confirm that happened this weekend. It's on you. It's on you. <laughs> All right. Well, have fun listening as Wes and I go back and forth. <laughs> Wes, Weird. I'm going to throw one at you. All right. Okay. Wes, in Iceland, mm-hmm. uh, the 13 days leading up to Christmas, 13 Trixie troll-like characters come out to play. They are the Yule Lads uh, or the Yolas Venirnir. That is them. Anyway... For each night of the Yuletide, uh, children place their best shoes by the window, and a different Yuletide visits, leaving gifts for nice girls and boys, and rotting potatoes for the naughty ones. They're clad in traditional Icelandic costumes. These are... So people will actually dress up like these characters. They are pretty mischievous, and their names are... Uh, well, I could read them all in Icelandic, which would be like Stekjarskjur and Gilgikar and Potaskafil, but the, in English they translate to... <laughs> Sheep coat clod, gully gawk, stubby, spoon licker, pot scraper, bowl licker, door slammer, oh, skier good. gobbler, sausage swiper, no comment, window peeper, doorway sniffer, meat hook, candle stealer. What am I listening to? <laughs> Those are the names of the Yule lads. Uh, so visit Iceland. And oh, also, the mother of all the Yule lads is a half troll, half beast, horrifying old woman named Grilla. She kidnaps naughty kids and boils them in her cauldron and eats them. Moving on, Wes, your 90 kids. No. <laughs> well, not not ninety, naughty. Oh, naughty, naughty, yeah, naughty kids. Instead mind. of being in the naughty mat, they go in the naughty cauldron. The naughty cauldron, <laughs> boiling naughty water. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so one of them that I have, um, I believe it was the Ukraine. They decorate with spider webs. Oh, yeah. So the 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 story goes, there was a, I believe it was just, a, I think it was a single mom with two kids. I think it could have been a family. Single mom with two kids, and they were saving up to get a Christmas tree. So they bought a Christmas tree. They had got enough money. Then they realized that they didn't have enough money to buy decorations to put on it. Mm-hmm. So they were really sad, and so then they were crying. And the spiders in the house heard them crying. And so they, when they went to bed, when they woke up the next morning, the spiders decorated the tree hmm. with webs. And so they used spider webs. As, they made, There's like all kinds of like spider web decorations for... You know that had to have originated with like mom asking dad one day in... Ukraine, how can we get our kids to stop being scared of spiders? Mm-hmm, probably. <laughs> Make them Christmasy. <laughs> yep, so, yeah, that's actually cool, though. I like that. I like that. Fun fact, two weeks before Christmas is one of the two most popular times for couples to break up. Oh, that makes uh, sense. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, I have this graph here. Uh, <laughs> it is, according to Facebook, there's a... There's a a uh, graph that Facebook has compiled that shows all of the breakups in relationships, and there's two huge spikes. Two weeks before Christmas, 
and Spring, spring Break. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Um, which is April also, Fool's Day is also which a is also spike. two weeks after Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, <laughs> April Fool's Day is a little spike as well, and then Mondays in general have their own little spikes. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Christmas Day though has the least breakups by far of any. So huh. nice to know that some people have a little bit of heart. Well, I mean, to get a gift, you can't just dump a little glass. Yeah, you got if you buy the gift, to, you probably have done it exactly. two weeks before, and you're gonna give it to her, and then yeah, and then okay. it just see after Christmas, and then it I feel that up gradually until <laughs> spring break. Okay, all right, you ready? Yep. So this one, it's not that weird, except people in other countries that gets weird. Oh, and it is an American tradition. <clears throat> okay, holiday marathons. Okay, why do we do that? <laughs> I don't know. For example, there's always marathons on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I'm now realizing there's definitely marathons on Christmas, too. Who in their right mind wants to go around 26 miles when it's freezing buns? Yeah. Yeah. What about parades, too? Who cares? I don't. I mean... <laughs> like, also, like... I just want to eat. Did you know that there's a, there's a Christmas parade that's, like, the same thing as the Macy's Thanksgiving parade? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's in like California. I did not so know like that. No one cares because it's not cold and not <laughs> accurate. Yeah, <laughs> I've never cared about parades. The Macy's Thanksgiving parade. No, I used to watch it every year, I but mean, then I got bored. I care about that as much as I care about Macy's. In general, I don't shop at Macy's. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, Macy's. Guess yeah. I'm not getting sponsored by them. Yeah, that's fine. But body armor, body armor. If you're listening. <laughs> um, all right, Wes, Abby, you've been to Barcelona, correct? Yeah. So this one's from Barcelona. I have, yes. Kids in Barcelona have a wooden log named Cagatillo. Uh, from December 8th to Christmas Eve, <laughs> I'm they sure cover... that's what it's called. They cover... Yeah, it's just C-A-G-A-T-I-O. Cagatillo. Um, Cagatillo. No. Anyway. Not all the time. All right, whatever. Whatever. Okay. All right, Cagatillo. We're going with it. <sighs> until December... Or until Christmas Eve, they cover him with a blanket and feed him nugget. Or nu- nougat. Excuse me. They feed the log nougat? They feed him nougat. <laughs> Yep. They He's the Catalan nugget. version of Santa Claus. And oh, even, so it's me. Okay. Even he has even has a smiley face and a red hat. So they draw a little smiley face and put a red hat on this log. It's a log. Like a wooden log. On Christmas, it gets better. Cacatillo poops out gifts for everyone. And then they burn him. <laughs> oh. Yep. Yo, are there like Christmas That's specials so in sad. other countries for these things? <laughs> Probably. Is there a Cacatillo Christmas special? There's gotta be. <laughs> I'm in. Sounds funny. Yep. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. Um, in several European countries, uh, some ones being Norway and Italy, there are Christmas witches. Ooh. Uh huh. And what do you do with the witch? Build the bridge out of her. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, in Italy, there's one. I think her name was like Delafan or Felafan or something like that. Uh-huh. Something Elafan. Um, and basically she flies around and brings gifts to the good girls and boys. I don't remember what she does to the naughty ones, but it wasn't good, but I don't believe she put them in a cauldron. Okay. She didn't put them in the naughty cauldron? In the naughty boiling water. Um, so Italy has one witch that does that, and then Norway had like seven. Nice. I don't remember what they did. I didn't write that down. I just wrote down that Norway witches. So if you're in Europe... There is some um, mole-covered 
wart-covered spell-casting woman coming into your house and leaving gifts for your children. <laughs> nice. Yes. Nice. That was, man. All right, witches. Gotta love it. Man, I have so many good ones. Uh, all right. Um, we're going to go with... Uh, in Slovakia, it's a Christmas tradition for the oldest man in the house to throw a spoonful of food uh, on the ceiling. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, he just takes a spoonful of latza pudding and whips it over his head. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all there is to it. Oh, my gosh. Um, in Germany, and I've heard of this even happening in the States before, pickle in a tree. Oh, pickle in a tree. Uh, I've heard that as well. The parents. I have heard that. So, Perry, if I was your father, I would hide a pickle in the Christmas tree, and the first of <laughs> you siblings to find the pickle gets a gift. Is it a nickel? No, like, gets to open one of the gifts. Oh, the cool, tree. cool. Yeah. What I was thinking was, what would happen if none of the kids found the pickle for a long time? I feel like it would get gross. Just saying. But even, it got to the point, like, the article that I was on, like, the like the picture, you uh-huh. know, was, like, a pickle tree ornament. So it is such a tradition that it has become a literal decoration yeah. to put hang a pickle on the tree. Aww. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, there's that. I'm about to go hang a pickle on our tree, then. Do you have any pickles in the fridge? Maybe. Maybe I'll put one in the tree. All right, let's do it. See if Javon will find it. <laughs> Put it up really high. Tyler will probably find it. He loves pickles. Slice pickles or whole pickles? It gotta be whole pickles. Gotta like be whole. dill? Oh, okay. Pickle. Uh, I prefer sliced. gherkins. You could mm. like <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, um, mistletoe. Wes, do you know that mistletoe originated with fertility rites? The hanging sprig is a very ancient symbol of uh, virility. Okay. And therefore, anyone <laughs> standing beneath it is signaling that he or she is sexually available. Nice. Yikes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas song, Mistletoe, by Ted Avenue North, talks about the man, he's hanging out underneath the mistletoe, waiting for his wife to come. It's him and his wife are at the same Christmas party. Okay, uh-huh. and he's like waiting underneath the mistletoe, and people are like giving him looks. Okay, and then finally she meets him under the mistletoe and they kiss, and um, and these people are like, "Oh my gosh, why are they doing that?" And he's like, "Don't be cynical. It's biblical. <laughs> We're married. Did you know?" <laughs> uh, actually, I have heard that song. It's <laughs> so I heard a lot. Uh, nice contract. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have any more? Um. I think I have one more good one, maybe yeah, two. Give me one more. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> there's a video of a 1958 Christmas special called Kaye Anka Ok Hans Weiner Onskar Godjul. Or Donald Duck and his friends Ew. wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, every, <laughs> every Christmas, families around Sweden gather around the television at 3 p.m. sharp to watch Donald Duck. Everything on Christmas is planned around this television spe- special. And still more than 40% of the Swedish population tune in like clockwork. The tradition dates back to 1960s when televisions were a new commodity. And only two channels were aired. One of them played Disney cartoons at Christmas. So. All right. I've never seen this, but I kind of want to now. Donald Duck and his friends wish you Merry Christmas. And for some reason it caught on in Sweden only. I love that. 
Yeah. I love that when we disown things, it catches up in other countries. <laughs> yep. Well, Perry, did you know these things? I knew the ones that I told you. My favorite thing is the breakup down. spikes. Just because, breakup spikes for sure. just because of the Mondays and the spring break. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's hilarious. Well, Wes, I got one more for you before we hang it up. Oh. Last one. It better be good. Czech Republic. Okay. If you are a girl and you're unmarried in the Czech Republic, toss a shoe over your shoulder, see how it lands. If the toe faces the door, things are looking good for you. As as your yes. handsome prince is likely to walk through the door. And if not? If not, better luck next time. Am I allowed to throw it twice? No. But you're also not a woman. <laughs> how dare you choose my country? <laughs> and, well, if you're not a woman, you're definitely not in the Czech Republic. All right. How <laughs> dare you choose my country of origin? <laughs> I don't know. Still got Dominic the donkey in my head. Stop. <laughs> donkey. Uh, all right. Well, donkey. That's donkey. How, that's how people talk to me all summer, Perry. Really? Yeah, they only use the Shrek accent. Donkey. <laughs> Get out my swamp. <laughs> if only I'll Get be. Get out my swamp. Also, I can't wait to watch Nest of the Christmas Donkey now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was a lot of fun. It was something. I laughed a lot. I'm glad. Do you feel more holly and jolly? I do feel a little bit more holly and jolly. Would you like to go deck the halls? <laughs> Tis the season. There's some weird. There's some weird lines in Christmas songs. Baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold. Have you heard? Uh, I really can't. Have you heard John Legend's version? Uh. Uh-uh. They change it to make it. He with Kelly Clarkson change it to make it not creepy. Not creepy. And for the most part, it's good. But he has some over the top. <laughs> there's one line. Like, it's your body and your choice. <laughs> yeah. I really can't stay. That's pretty funny. But I'd love it if you... <laughs> Maybe it's going. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that was fun. Well, Shall we sign it out? Abby? Yeah. Thank you for yeah. contributing into the... Oh, I'm trying to think of a Christmas buzz phrase. Uh, uh, the uh... Cheer. The the, the the holiday Christmas cheer. Banter well, versus Christmas. Yeah, banter, banter Christmas. Bantermas. Bantermas. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy your winter season. Yes. Well, let's uh, let's sign this baby out of here. Yeah. Abby, you want to start us off with the All stay right. hungry? Stay hungry. Stay humble. And stay hydrated on that eggnog. <laughs>